the System Save Me podcast shares how business owners navigate their way to success through processes, systems, and routines. Your host, Jordan Gill, is behind the scenes of top business owners who travel the world while earning six and seven figures a year. There's a method to the madness. It's called systems. So let's get down to business. Welcome to episode number 91, where we're going to be talking about creating your new mama dream team. This episode is going to be really different than a lot of the other episodes, but I'm really excited to share it with you. Now, if this is your first time here, welcome. If you're a regular, fantastic. Either way, we'd love it if you left us a review on iTunes as we love hearing from our listeners. And if you don't want to miss out on the next episodes, be sure to subscribe or go to systemsamey.com for show notes and freebies. Now let's hear a word from our sponsor this month. Y'all know that extreme focus is the secret sauce to my business. And this month, I'm sharing one of the ways I'm able to shut out all distractions without sacrificing cuteness. My studio headphones. Before, I would just blast Nora Jones, but then I got a new roommate, my sister, who didn't really appreciate that. So Studio came to my rescue and sent me their gorgeous Regent headphones. I recently took them on a trip to Detroit, where I was able to avoid the snoring man in 9A. Thank goodness. They are Bluetooth along with an auxiliary cord, meaning I can connect them to my iPhone, iPad, or whatever other device I have on me. And I was able to get a discount for you, my audience. So go to systemsaveme.com slash studio, S-U-D-I-O, and input the promo code SYSTEMS15 to get 15% off your very own pair. Onward to a more focused year. Let's get ready to hear from our guest. Hey, Hannah. How are you doing today? I'm great, Jordan. How are you? I'm doing spectacular. I'm super stoked to have you on. And like I had told you before this, because you're very different from a lot of my other guests that I've had on, um, which is exciting and refreshing. And I think that um, a lot of, especially the moms out there or soon to be moms uh, who are listeners will be really excited about this episode. So let's go ahead and just start off by having you shoot us a couple details about you and your business. Okay, awesome. So I am a pregnancy mentor and new parent coach, and I run a company called The Baby Maven. And the clients that I work with are pregnant women who are looking for confidence and ease and predictability and lots of structure as they transition into parenthood. And then I stick with them throughout that fourth trimester, which is like zero to 12 weeks after baby is born. Um, And our goal together is just to make this pregnancy and their first few weeks home with baby as easy and enjoyable and predictable as possible. I love that. And predictable is such a word that nobody really describes when they talk (laughs) about pregnancy. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, totally. Yeah, I love that. That's super fun. So um, we're going to be talking about creating your new mama dream team, which I think is going to be really fun and very practical for people to take Um, away with them. Um, So kind of describe what your client's life looks like before they have their new mama dream team. Okay. So before they put this dream team in place, my client's lives are generally kind of chaotic, Mm -hmm. a little bit unpredictable, maybe confusing, which are all things that unfortunately, like a a lot of women just assume are like part of it going to happen no matter what when they're pregnant and having a baby because they're like well heck this is brand new to me like of course it's going to be uncomfortable of course things are going to go like screwy Mm -hmm. so that's why it's so important to bring in this dream team because the women that i work with are generally like 
type A entrepreneurs or high powered in companies. And they're like, I freaking want to know what to do, when to do it, how to do it. Like, I don't have time to do everything trial and error. Like it just isn't going to work in my life. Like I know what I'm doing in my business. I'm, I know what I'm doing in my like personal life or relationships. Like this baby is going to be an awesome addition, but they can't come in and like flip my life upside down. It's just not going to happen. Right. Exactly. No, I, I get that. I think that is such a fear for a lot of women that, like you said, own their own business or high achieving in corporate or, or whatnot is that, you know, this baby's going to come in and, and their life is going to just completely flip upside down. And sometimes it does. And, you know, I love that you come in and say it doesn't have to be that way. Um, there are adjustments um, as, you know, that happens with the, when you bring any new thing into your life, puppy or yeah. <laughs> whatever. Um, so you can't just think, oh, it's going to go all the way back to normal, but there's a way to do it that can feel good to you and be predictable and have a very much more smooth transition than I, than I imagine most people thinking it's going to be. So then kind of what is it that your clients, what's the tipping point? Clients, when they come to you, is there something that they say or is there something that happens to them? that then they're like, okay, forget it. Like I need to find a pregnancy mentor. I need to find somebody to help me help myself um, and in, this, in this transition. Yeah, so clients come to me in two very specific ways. <laughs> yeah. One of them is that they have been referred to me by somebody else who mm -hmm. was like, you need to talk to her and you need to talk to her right now while you're still pregnant. Yeah. So I get people like early on in pregnancy yeah. We're like, hey, yeah. I heard about you. I want you to work magic in my life. <laughs> yeah. So I'm reaching out now. And then I get the people who are like, they have a baby that's maybe three or four months old, which is when all of those bad habits that they had no idea they were creating rear their ugly head. And they're like, okay. I haven't slept in four months and I'm freaking out and my relationships have gone down the pooper. Like this, everything oh. is like, sucky. And yeah. a lot of them at that point in time, it's also right around the end of their maternity leave that they're like everything, uh -huh. like I need sleep. I need predictability. Things don't feel good. Like I thought this was going to be all like cuddling cute babies and life was going to be perfect. And they're like, it's not, it sucks right now. And they're finally at a point where they can admit instead of being like, Oh, of course it's great. I'm a new mom that they're like, no, it sucks. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> So, so I either get them when they're really happy and like, oh, yay, I'm pregnant. Or I get them on the total other end where they're like, oh, my God, it all went like it all went crazy. I don't know what to do anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah complete opposites. I hear you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So go ahead and start to walk us through this new Mama Dream Team process and what those steps are and how to go through them and identify the right people, all that good stuff. Okay, so it's actually really fun because what I start with with all of my clients is creating their ideal vision. Mm -hmm. So whether they're pregnant or they're already a new mom, we talk about like, okay, what, what ideally would your days look like? Mm -hmm. Like, what do you like doing? What do you not like doing? We also create just like this master list of everything that needs to be done. So like the daily to-dos, the personal ones, the family ones, business ones, like all, everything, their life is put on paper so that they're like, okay, this is what I need to keep me functioning and sane. This is what my baby's gonna need. 
this is what we need to like eat, mm -hmm. um, yeah. household stuff, business stuff, whatever it is that comes up for the mom or the mom to be, we write it down and then we figure out what of it she wants to do or is the only person who can do. So like if she really mm -hmm. wants to breastfeed her baby, she's going to have to give some time to right. doing that, either being with her baby or pumping. Like yeah. that's a task that she's the only one that can actually do it. Or like if she's a coach and she's doing coaching calls, like she can't hand those off to her VA and be like, hey, you take this call today. You know, like it's just her clients are paying for her time. Focus in on those tasks that are absolute must-haves, must-dos on her list and then figure out who else can do everything else. So this sounds like a huge thing, but like it can often be narrowed down to. <laughs> sounds like, oh my gosh, I don't even, I can't even imagine all the things. And I'm like a single person by myself. And I'm like, I don't even know what all I even do. I, and it's funny because I do it for business, but like life, I'm like, oh gosh, I don't even know. That would be really difficult. Do you have a, um, like a starting point for your clients where you can kind of start to guess what some of those things are um, so that they can kind of get their memory jogged? Yeah. So, I mean, basically the exercise is that they have to just like go through, like we talk about it and then they go through like a normal day in mm -hmm. their life and they just jot things down. Like, all right, gotcha. obviously like breakfast, lunch, and dinner need to happen. Like, right. oh yeah, I feed the dog twice a day. The right. mail comes in every day. Like, here I am doing that third load of laundry, like stuff mm. like that. So if they're having trouble thinking of it, I can generally talk them through like, all right, well, when you get up, like, what are some things that you do? Do you cook breakfast to somebody else? Like, and I have a whole list of dream team support members that you could have if you wanted them. So I can also read off the list to them of like, do you have a house cleaner? Do you do dry cleaning, a meal delivery service, landscapers, a nanny, like, all of these different right. things that are like, oh, yeah. I don't have that, but I want it. <laughs> or like, yeah, no, all right, this is really good. I have a lot of people that are supporting me in childcare, but I have nobody that's supporting me in my business right now. So mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of a self-reflection type of exercise where they really look back at their life and are like, okay, here's what's working, here's what's not. And here are the key people that I need who could come in, who could really help. Okay. Yeah. So starting with the tasks and then deciding, okay, you know, you need some, here are where the gaps are between what you can only do versus what you can hire other people to do. Exactly. So, right. I mean, generally this first phase, even though it's, it can be a lot to talk through, it's also generally a pretty fun start to the process of creating a dream team because people like to be able to like think big about, oh, if I could plan my ideal maternity leave, like I'd never have to unload and reload the dishwasher, you know, or like insert the task that you just hate doing. And so from there, I help them do the research or I offer suggestions of like, oh, okay, this is based on what you described that you want in maybe some childcare support. Like this is the best option for you. You're talking about a doula right now, or you're talking about a nanny or an au pair or whatever it would be. I mean, my go-to for the business side of things is definitely get a VA. Like if you're going to be hands-off with your business, have somebody who can keep things chugging along while you take whatever time you need. Do you have a lot of clients that you know, not necessarily that they want to go back into business quickly, but that, you know, if they're somebody that's a coach or something and they, 
have clients that have one-on-one calls or whatnot, do you find that there are some people who do want to work through their maternity leave and not work as in full days, but like just want to do client calls? Absolutely. Actually, I have a lot of clients that are like that, that are like, I know that I could take a maternity leave, but by choice, I don't want to. Like, it doesn't feel good to me to step away from my business for that long or they're at a point in their business where it really wouldn't make sense for them to be absent for that long. Um, mm-hmm. Because a lot, of, a lot of my clients, a large part of their, or not maybe a large part, but a nice portion of their identity is in this business that they love and, cre- like, and have created. Yeah. So for them, it almost is like that foundational piece that they're like, this is something I know. I know how it works. I'm really good at it. And it, provides a sense of stability and almost confidence if they're able to just continue doing that. That they're like, I might suck at getting my baby to sleep, but heck, I kill it on every single client call. So like, right. that's my confidence booster today. Okay. Yeah. And I think there's probably a lot of, I think there's shame on both sides. If somebody decides to take a maternity leave, I've, I've heard friends say, oh, like, should I take it though? Like, is that me being whatever? But then it's on the other side too of like, but I want to work and exactly. a bad thing, you know? Oh, there's so much freaking mommy shame around. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's literally not a single thing that you can do as a mom that like somebody doesn't have something to say about. Oh my gosh. I know. I know. <laughs> it's like, it's like the, there was a, not a commercial, I guess a YouTube video or something about just showing all of the like differences of like breastfeeding versus formula and cloth yeah. diapers versus non-cloth diapers. And what is it? Co-sleeping? I don't even know the right term, but yeah, no, you're doing it. You're doing it. (laughs) Yeah. Co-sleeping or sleeping in their own bed. And it's like, okay, everyone. And then, you know, at the end of the, I guess, YouTube video, you know, one of the baby strollers like accidentally like veered off and then all the moms came together to like save this baby stroller. It was like a little ridiculous, but it just also (laughs) shows like everybody's a mom, like everybody's intentions are trying to be the best for their baby. And whether you you know, believe in cloth diapers or not, like she still is loving her baby. And that's like the most important part. Exactly. So I, I totally, totally get that. Um, so then once you kind of help them identify the people, then are you helping them bring them on and um, get them acclimated and, and trained at all? Yeah, I can serve as a liaison. It totally depends on the family. Like, and if that's something that they want, some people are just like, yeah, I'm great. I know who I need to bring on and then they're happy to take the reins and be like, all right, I'm going to do like interviews. I always suggest that they do some sort of a trial period with the person, no matter, I mean, unless it's like family or friends that you're bringing on as like childcare support. I wouldn't be like, oh, hey, you know, interview your mother-in-law to see, (laughs) you know, like you should know by now if she is. Um, But yeah, so I can be hands-on through like the interview trial and hiring period if they want, or if, they're happy to take that. That's totally fine too. It, everything is just tailored to the mom and how much like support she needs and also how much time she has. Yeah, absolutely. Are there one or two people that you see almost, you know, or maybe the majority of your clients have on their dream team? Like it's pretty much like, gung, like you're going to need this um, or you are going to want to have this. No matter what, they always need somebody who can do some sort of childcare. Yeah. Because yeah. 
it's beyond ridiculous how much time new moms wind up spending with their own kids, which like, I know it's it, like, it sounds silly, but they no need a break from being yeah. the sole provider. And yeah. childcare is actually something that like tons of other people in your life or in your community, or you can hire, like so many people can do it, but like your sanity and being able to get out and exercise or take a hot shower or like have sex with your partner or something like that. Like, right. Things that you need that make you, you, and feel like a normal woman have to be so high on the list. And the only way you're going to ever be able to do that is if somebody else, like not your partner, right, can take care of the baby for a little while. So that's like a, you get no choice. You need to have somebody who will do this for you. And they need to be pretty regular in your life. Yeah. I think that's, that's good to point out. Cause yeah, I think there's a lot of you know, you want to bond with your baby and all that stuff. That doesn't necessarily mean that they are hooked to you 24-7. Exactly. And there's also mommy shame around that, that it's like, I don't even know who it was, Christy Teigen or something was like, everybody gave her so much trouble for like going out on a date and like leaving. Yeah. Like, heck, that's super important. Like that's a non-negotiable right there. Like, yes, go out with your partner. Yeah, it's, it's really fascinating. But Um, so then, um, once they have people on, is there anything that you do to wrap up with your clients or that you do like a final check-in or what is, what does the wrap up process look like? Yeah. So after we kind of go through this process of creating their dream team, I put all of my clients into, um, like a private Facebook community so that they continue to have access to me and I can, you know, we can do the follow-up through that. We can always also obviously call, like hop on a call or something like that. But I've found that include like as you create your dream team, it's also just really important to have community. And so since I've already built that with all of my clients in this private, you know, group, that's a great place for people after they have their specific dream team to also just have this nice like basis of community. Yeah, that is super important. And I mean, community is important whether you're a new mom or not, but especially when you're going through such a big transition, I think that there's something to be said just about being connected, especially to other moms or other people who are going through similar things to you or are ahead of you or behind you and you can help pull up. And, you know, I think that being a new mom can be isolating, like you said, where, you know, people are just strapped um, to their new child. And I think that I think it's really beautiful what you've done and it's really intriguing to me. And I think that it's something that needs to be talked about a lot more. That's why I was excited to have you on my podcast. (laughs) But so it's, it's exciting that I get to share this with my audience and hopefully some people are able to take stuff away. Um, Do you ever work with people who maybe their kid is a little bit older and they're realizing again, like you kind of said, they didn't realize the habits that they were forming (laughs) or are you specifically new babies, pregnancy focused? I'm really just pregnancy and new baby focused. I mean, anybody who reaches out to me, I don't just leave them, you know, high and dry. I'll generally just refer them out to Mm. whoever else that I could come up with that I think would be a good fit for their needs. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. I get that. Well, we're going to wrap up with a few questions. Um, these are more business oriented or your cool. business oriented. So what was your best financial investment in business? Uh, creating my dream team, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, my dream team has def- definitely changed over the years. And yeah. I tend to be, 
I tend to cycle through people that it's kind of like, Hey, this is where I need support right now. I bring somebody on for an amount of time. Mm -hmm. And then once that need has been filled, I'm like, okay, we're good. And then I wait until the next thing comes up, but I've invested a fair amount into my business to create this team of people that could support me from like hiring coaches to like marketing PR people, like even just, it's not a person, but part of my dream team is also just like all of the like email marketing systems that I have Mm -hmm. and like the scheduling systems. I'm like, I used to do this all by hand, like on my own, like looking at my calendar and being like, okay, client A, like, when are you free? They implementing even just those systems can be super beneficial that they're like, you know, a robotic member of my team. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I totally, I totally see my software as team members. Like they oh, yeah. definitely are taking stuff off my plates. That's for sure. Uh, and then what was your worst financial investment in business? It was hiring a Facebook ads manager. And I just, I went into it kind of blind. It was like early on in my business, I had heard really great things about her and I totally fell prey to the like bells and whistles and all of this like glamorous story that she weaved for me when we were on the phone. And I was like, yes, I'll do this. And it was at that point in time, like a very significant financial investment compared to what I had been doing, you know, with other coaches and stuff. And it just like total belly flop. Like I did every single thing that I was told to do, but I was also naive. And what gets me more than anything now is I never in that time realized that I could have gone back and been like, oh, hey, you totally didn't deliver. Like you didn't follow our contract. I just like, I was blissfully unaware of like, shoot, it didn't work. Like, guess I just have to suck it up. Whereas I should have gone back and had that difficult conversation of like, yo, this totally didn't work. And it wound up that like the day we finished working together, she announced that she was like, she had totally rebranded her business. She was going in a completely different direction. But I was like, all right. So all along you like never, she was never in it, you know? But I was like, okay, lesson learned. I'll (laughs) do my research next time. And you know. I know. That stuff can be really, really hard. I've, I've had a similar experience with somebody who did my branding for a business from like four years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, yeah, really dropped the ball and then come to find out that she had, um, you know, signed on with a couple of really, really big name online marketing entrepreneurs. And so my, you know, project was just piddly in comparison. And so I was like, oh, that's why you gave me literally the crappiest looking website I've ever seen. Yeah. So, you know, (laughs) it sucks when that stuff happens. And of course it's all out there because we all talk about what's going on in our lives and business. And then you start to realize, you know, oh, this is because, you know, of their own decisions in business, but how that affects your clients. And that's why client experience is such a big deal for me. And both with when I am a client to other people, I want to be a really great client to them. But then also, um, how is it on my end as well of just, oh, like I want to create a good experience for my clients as well. And if they're not happy, I'm not happy. Um, And, you know, people are like, oh, but clients are wrong or customers can be whatever. And I'm like, well, I just, I don't have those clients and customers. I don't, I don't, I don't bring them on. Um, yeah. You're doing something right. <laughs> right. So yeah. So that's, that's part of it. So I, I a hundred percent empathize yeah. with, with that experience for sure. So where can people find you online? Website, social media, wherever, wherever you're at. Cool. Okay. Well, 
My website is just thebabymaven.com and Pinterest, Facebook, and Instagram, you can find me on all of those platforms, is just like pinterest.com forward slash thebabymaven. All of them are just forward slash thebabymaven. Nice. That's super yeah. easy. And we'll have it in the show notes and all that good stuff. Well, yeah. Hannah, I'm super excited uh, that you were able to come on the show and share your goodness with folks. Um, and even people who aren't new moms can take some stuff away as well. Um, yeah. I know that I did because, um, well, one, my housekeeper is my dream team. All <laughs> I just am <laughs> so grateful for her. I'm like, yeah. you are life. Um, but thanks. Thank you so much for taking the time. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks so much, Jordan. I love talking with you today. This is really fun. Thanks for listening to System Save Me. If you want to get the links to anything we talked about, go to systemsaveme.com. Have a wonderful week, and I'll see you on the next episode.